Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous producer. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to our newest episode we've ever done so far. Welcome to the episode. Yes, welcome. This is our um, 12th episode. Is it? Yeah, that's what the project says. Oh, cool. So so we've got a baker's dozen, or just a dozen. Yes. <laughs> Next week is a baker's dozen special. But today's a different kind of special, isn't it? Yeah, we'll be baking l- next week. So <laughs> this week is really special because we... Why is it special? Well... It's a little bit different than usual, and this was totally random, but why don't you explain what happened, how we came to this song? Well, this week's guest is actually an imaginary friend themselves, one of our very own. From Patreon. It happened just by chance. So what I offer on Patreon, one thing is I'll do song feedback for the VIP tier. So people send me their songs, and I've been, you know, talking about how good they are, basically and helping them make them better. But so I heard this song this week (laughs) from Neil, and it's too good to give feedback on. Well, we talked about his song a little bit on a phone call, and I wanted to see if he would be down beyond just getting feedback to be on our show. And so he said yes, which is great. And we love the song so much. So this is an exclusive song this week. It's not out yet. It's only for you, Play Pals. It's coming out later, but we'll keep you in the loop on that. But anyway, we'll hear more about the song and from Neil later. But before we get to that, we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, such yes, as... Yes, we do. So just how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Uh, we are <laughs> It's late-ish, and we're recording this, and um, I'm feeling kind of crazy. <laughs> What's new? Me too. We're in the guest room studio once again, and we are just chilling. Yep. Um, how are you feeling? Same? I, yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling very similar to you. I'm feeling crazy because, honestly, I don't know. This room, you guys, is like has a lot of blue tones in it, so it's very calming, but it's also making you feel a little crazy. Because I've got these hue lights, yeah, LEDs, and... Oh, we forgot to mention, this is like something we should mention. If you out there are listening and you have a song, send it to us. That's <laughs> such a good point. You can submit it at slowmagic.cool slash podcast. And we're looking for every song ever made by you um, or just your best song and send it to us and make sure you made it. Not someone else's song, but yeah. Anyway, we've been listening to... We have a lot of songs to listen to, and we're excited, but we want more, so. Yeah. So send them in. What's stopping you? 
So anyway, what's something you've been into this week? Well, something I've been into is the flowers on the trees. Because mm. we just came from Phoenix, and there were no flowers on the trees during springtime. And that kind of freaked me out. That made me feel sad. So now we're here, and there's flowers on the trees. Well, but also, wait, just quickly. There's also a lot of bees, which I'm not so into, kind of scared of. There's flowers on the cactuses, though, in Phoenix. But that doesn't really feel the same. But it is cool. That's true. Well, yeah, bees like those flowers, but it's very spring flower bloom blossom. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. What about you, though? Well, so, I don't know. I make music, and I use Logic, and there's a new Logic update, and I'm so excited about that. That's, like, super something that I'm... I don't know how to explain how exciting it is because if you don't make music on the computer, um, you probably don't know like how exciting an update is. <laughs> True. You were very excited. It's a game changer, okay? Because pl- making music is a game. <laughs> nice. And uh, it's like a video game. So Anyway, yeah. So I'm stoked to make some music on the computer. Do you have a favorite part of the update? Well, there's a new live loops grid mode where, I don't know, it looks amazing. I, I can play music more naturally now on the computer, I guess. But I don't want to bore everyone too much about computer program updates, but yeah, I'm excited. So enough about things we've been into this week. Let's go over to that corner over there. Let's go to Dream Angel's Fun Fact Corner. Yay. Okay. So my first fact is that male students at Brigham Young University in Utah need special permission to grow a beard. Yes. I mean, they have a bunch of other strict guidelines like, um, you know, tattoos and alcohol. But until 2015, it was against school policy for any student to grow a beard. Now the guidelines have been adjusted to allow people with medical conditions actors who need a beard for a role and certain religious people to grow a beard if absolutely necessary. Wow. Can you imagine going to a college and being like, not allowed to grow a beard? There's a lot of things they're not allowed to do there, right? I suppose so. And they like to drink chocolate milk. Yeah. If you're you're interested in that, you should should Google it because it's kind of interesting. Oktoberfest? Yeah, I don't think I'll like Milktoberfest or something <laughs> yeah. weird. I don't That's know. That's a fun fact as well. Yes. Separate, but yes. My next fun fact is that Where the Wild Things Are was supposed to have been about horses, but the illustrator couldn't draw them. Whoa. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah, so the they just drew some imaginary animals yeah like the author originally intended for the book to be about a boy who ended up in a land filled with wild horses but he just he couldn't draw them so he just drew yeah what are they wild beasts the author maurice sendak yes it's a good book um movie (laughs) yes book wasn't it banned in schools i'm not sure but i feel like it's been kind of controversial but honestly maurice sendak He's got some good books, like In the Night Kitchen. Mm. I mean, child books. When he, I mean, the book Children's got, books. <laughs> because it was about running away and stuff, and parent, but, like parents oh, banned it or something. That is so dramatic. It's a good 
That's crazy. So they're supposed to be horses. Yes. But they're much better. Yeah, because they're wild things. I really like imaginary animals. <laughs> I know you do. Okay. My next fact is that milk wagons gave us roadway lines. What's a milk wagon? Okay. I wasn't quite sure either, but I figured it out. So the painting of lines down the center of roads was devised by Edward Hines in 1911 when he saw the dotted drippings from a leaking milk wagon and struck on the concept. Whoa. <laughs> and my last... Wait. <laughs> Sorry. No, we had to talk about this. I, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that. I just thought it was interesting. I do. So that <laughs> means the roads were only one way before. So that like the milk wagon was taking up the whole road. Apparently. That's true. That's so really the true. drippings made the dotted lines. So maybe he saw it. And he was like, wait a minute. We can fit two things on here and keep them separate. Do you think he was also like with his smart brain of his... How can we stop the milk wagon from leaking milk? I wonder. Because, <laughs> like, that just sounds gross. I bet he was just on the bigger things. Like True. But, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. So thank you, Edward Hines, for that brilliant idea of yours. I still drive a milk wagon today. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so my last fun fact is that Beauty and the Beast was written to help girls... Except arranged marriages. Whoa. The story was written in 1740. And if you don't know it, it's basically a... Um, there's a beauty. Fairy tale? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, there's a beauty. And she had to marry a beast. And he was a combination of an elephant and a fish. Which Whoa. I didn't know. <laughs> and... I saw the movie... Yeah, I saw the movie too. I, I don't heard know the if book I read was it. better though. So, the tale was written in order to encourage girls to accept arranged marriages for an alliance that required facing their own desires. So, basically, arranged marriage, they were saying, like, you're going to be with a beast. Yeah, just accept it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that I guess was, yeah. Okay, that was an interesting <laughs> fact. What's next? That's it? That's all of them. All right. So let's talk about the best one. Yes. Do you need me to recap for you? I think I I know my best one. Okay. Which is it? Milk wagon. Okay. Mine would be the where the wild things are. True. That be- was the- because I like wild horses. <laughs> I like the wild things are. <laughs> True. You ever see the movie? No. Well, it's really good. Spike Jones and the girl from Yaya yeah, yeah, Yaz does the soundtrack. Hmm. I think we're going to watch that tonight. Yep. After this. Definitely. What are you doing after this? Um, I don't know. Well, we're going to watch the movie. Okay, sick. <laughs> well, <laughs> awesome. that, was, that has been a fun fact corner. Thank you so much for bringing those facts. Hey, if you have a fact, send it over to Dream Angel. Yes. By mail. Carrier pigeon. Or the internet. Or like a bike. Actually, no bike messengers. Or on our Discord. I just won't look at it. Well, enough uh, enough of all that. Why don't we get to this song this week? Good idea. This week, we have Cosmos by Air Apparent featuring Christina O'Connor. Here it is. 
Produces Air Apparent, and I'm so excited to join the Playdate podcast. Awesome. And uh, first question. Well, I have a question. <laughs> Can I just have, ask you a quick question? But also, yeah. thanks for being here. But um, Air Apparent, have you ever been to James Terrell's Air Apparent in Arizona? I have not. Uh, I didn't know that was the name of one of his exhibits, but James Terrell is amazing. It's yeah, really that's cool. cool. So, like, it's this. It's called the Sky Space, Air Sky Space at Air Apparent, or I don't know something like that. And it's how do you explain it? It's like a a little installation that you can go sit, and it's like this frame, I guess you'd call it, that it frames light, the sky. It lights up, you know, like different colors, and then it kind of has this opening of the sky. It's so cool. I wow. think I think great minds think alike because it's a good pun, <laughs> and I love it. Definitely, yeah, like, go ahead. No, you go ahead. 
<laughs> oh yeah, definitely like the origin story was like, what are good puns? And I, I, I like wrote down a bunch of puns and I was like, this one seems good because I kind of want to make like airy music. And honestly, that's like the deep meaning behind the the name Air Parent. No, I love that. It, it evokes like a good vibe. Definitely. Thanks. So this week we are featuring and listen to your track Cosmos and we really love it. And I guess a little bit of a backstory, if we if we can do a little behind the scenes here. Um, you are one of our patrons and friends on the Discord as well. And one of the things we offer for, I mean, I could explain this on the episode as well. Well, go ahead. But, You've already started. <laughs> one of the things we offer for our VIPs, which you are a very important person, <laughs> and is uh, track feedback and, you know, just... I'll talk to you about your song, but your song was so good. We had to ask if you'd come on the podcast. <laughs> so thank you for being willing to. Yeah, I'm so excited. Honestly, didn't expect that. Uh, and uh, I'm just happy to be able to get feedback from you all. And I'm glad it like resonated. Uh, yeah, I think... It's too good for feedback is what I think. <laughs> yeah, you kept saying that. You're like, I just don't know what to say to like when a song's really already so good. So <laughs> there you go. And um, this song also features, uh, is it Christina from Neon Heart? That's right. Awesome. So, I mean, let's get into the song. Like, what is the first thing you worked on for this song? Yeah. Um, so I guess like, Generally, how I've been thinking about music I've been making, especially during this like kind of crazy time in the world, has been uh, trying to make music that feels more like an escape. Um, yeah. And so one thing I've been kind of trying to incorporate uh, into my music more on like a kind of more technical level is like folly and like kind of sound effects and ambient noise and I found this really cool sample. Uh, I don't remember where, maybe on Splice or something of just like kids playing outside. And I was like, wow, like just listening to this really takes me back to like, I don't know, when I was young and on a playground and you could just hear like kids like running around screaming for no reason. Um, but like, it feels like that sound is like pretty far away. And I really like that because I don't know if you're on the playground, there's kids screaming. That's like not necessarily the most relaxing, but kind of the distance from it, both like in terms of age, but also in the sound itself. It really just made me kind of think back to an older, like a, a time where things were simple. And I was like, okay, cool. What if I like build a song around this like folly sample? Um, and that's where nice. it started. Um, and essentially built like a beat around it and kind of for the chorus of the song or like the hook, I wanted to have some sort of contrast with the playfulness. Um, and a lot of the music I typically make is, you know, pretty like bass heavy, um, but like not dance music per se. Uh, and it's usually typically a little bit more moody, but the elements I think are pretty consistent are like kind of pretty heavy 808s, um, like a strong kick drum. And so I wanted to kind of, reconcile like that style that I've been like I guess not necessarily my signature sound but something that's been like an element of my past music with the kind of playful nature of the like cute synths and arpeggios arpeggiated synths um 
And so that's where the kind of inspiration came from. And I kind of built the beat out. And then uh, I met Christina online. Um, Christina from Neon Heart, which is an awesome uh, electronic artist uh, duo. And yeah, we took it from there. And I can go into more detail, but that's just kind of the high level. Nice. No, that's awesome. I like the idea of that like nostalgic like foundation to the song because I feel like it really resonates throughout. Like the feeling of that definitely resonates. How did you go about finding Christina and what was that process like? Yeah, um, so I feel like it's been challenging to, I guess typically what I would do to like work with someone on a co-write or a top line is uh, like have a session in person. But in these like weird circumstances, you have to get a little bit creative because it's like A, hard to like have in-person sessions. I don't think that's even a thing right now anymore. Um, But also B, I feel like because of technology, uh, it's like a lot easier to do like remote collaboration. So um, I found Christina on a site called Soundbetter where you can kind of connect with uh, different, um, you know, musicians, studio musicians, session musicians. And I found a, a few mixing engineers that I've worked with there. Um, and yeah, I shared the initial beat I had with her and she, she like was really interested in it. And just the idea of making something kind of really playful from like this beat. Um, and I also shared like an initial sketch of like lyrics, but kind of with no thought to like what the melody might be. And then she sent me back Um, an early melody and some like revised lyrics. And we honestly just like messaged each other back and forth uh, without even like really ever talking or having like a Zoom call or anything. Like it was honestly just back and forth on like uh, messaging and email. And yeah, we've, it was cool because I think in person sometimes it's challenging to like uh, riff on ideas, especially if you don't know someone well, like say like, oh, like, that's a great idea, but, like, what if we do this? Um, Without making it seem like your idea, like, I didn't like as much. Um, So there was, like, none of that dynamic. It was, like, we were just constantly pushing each other's ideas, and we got it to, like, a place, like, I'm super happy with. Um, And she just has this, like, really great tone, I think, that brings some of that playfulness and kind of innocence to the song. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, I've actually looked at sound better a couple times i think is that like somewhat associated with spotify yeah i think uh i think it was like just like a site for gigging in general and then spotify bought it because i think they're trying to do a lot more like stuff to help creators that's awesome because i think i even signed up for that just to see what it was like um if anyone wants (laughs) to go find me on there but no like uh (laughs) that's so cool to hear like a song that feels so organic and natural from something like that, because I agree, like sometimes having like a blind date for music can be challenging, (laughs) (laughs) but it's cool that like you guys worked remotely, but that chemistry and like that creative flow feels like really present, like in your track. So that's awesome to hear like these types of places like sound better are really good for like, especially right now, because like you said, so yeah, that's awesome. I wouldn't have known that you weren't in the same room by any same. means or not like f- friends in le- in real life. <laughs> that's cool. 
Um, so what, what's a way to, okay. <laughs> I was really abrupt with this transition. That's but, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is like a way that you overcome any creative blocks? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I think it's interesting because my methods around this have, have had to change. Like in the past, it would be like, go outside and like walk through a park and mm. like, that's not necessarily, I mean, I can do it, but it's like a little different with the face mask. Um, yeah. I would often go on like long walks through, I live in San Francisco, so I would like walk through like oh, Dolores Park or like walk towards like the, the hate. And it's a, like there's a bunch of elevation changes and I would just be listening to music or listening to podcasts. Um, but for like the big chunks where like I needed to like, just like kind of walk and not, and just like let myself think and reflect. Uh, I would just turn off the music and like kind of musical ideas would just pop into my head. And I would look like a crazy person a little bit because I would be like walking around like singing into my phone. Um, nice. Which I hope other people see and understand, but I probably like to an outsider look like insane. <laughs> or you just um, look like you're like really professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm so like, with it, with my ideas, I just need to get it out. <laughs> I that's admire a, that. That's a very optimistic uh, viewpoint of it, I guess, a way of looking at it, I guess. Um, I, I was definitely like self-conscious, like to the point where if I see like too many people like heading in the same direction, I just like, I'm like, uh, must turn corner or like, let me yeah. just like walk really <laughs> quickly until I pass them and then I can restart. Um, so yeah, walking around helped in the past. Uh, I can't walk around as much right now because I think it just gets exhausting with the face mask over your, your mouth. Um, yeah. So uh, I've been just actually been gaming a lot more. Um, so I haven't been to your island yet, but I play a lot of Animal oh, Crossing. Nice. And I don't know, the game itself is so relaxing and meditative that uh, it helps me like zone out. And I think honestly, like sometimes the best way to get out of creative block is to really disconnect from, you know, the creative pressure. And so yeah. doing things that, you know, free up your mind space to think about other things uh, helps a lot. That's awesome. And we definitely have to become Switch friends um, after this. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool. Like, I, I am, like, I'm impressed by your, like, bravery to do the voice notes in public. I'm, I'm not that brave, <laughs> but <laughs> I do, like, it is really important to get your ideas in a voice note, like, when you have them, that's such a good, like, good thing to do. <laughs> Our last week's guest, um, Lillian Francis, she was talking about doing some vocal exercises, like by biking around and singing. So, I mean, that's bravery too. I yeah, mean, that's I'm impressed. Another level. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed by by all of this public singing. I, I guess I'm like stage fright. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like whenever we're talking and someone passes us, we just stop talking. So like we would really have to like gain confidence <laughs> to even like talking to our phones. That's like a little personal info. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not like big on talking on the phone in public even. That's true. I don't know. Introvert hours over here. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I mean, sometimes I'm on the phone and I and I'm in like I live with like four people and so if if like mm. my phone rings in the like common area, even if no one's there, like the risk that someone hears is too frightening. So I go to my room and just like, like pace while I like talk on the phone. 
I feel you so much. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So what was your favorite band in high school? Ooh, great question. Um, honestly, like, I, I probably should be more embarrassed of this, but I really, uh, <laughs> I really liked uh, Muse growing up um, nice. and especially in high school. So um, I think part of it is like I did orchestra in middle school and I like how Muse incorporates like orchestral sounds into their, into their music. But um, what did it for me is like, I saw them live like freshman year of high school and I was like blown away. I was like, this is, this is like, one of the few times I've seen live music that sounds way better than like the studio version. Um, nice. Just because of like the improvis the improvisation and also just like the vocals of Matt Bellamy are incredible. But I also recognize like a lot of people are, I don't know. It's not like, it's not like saying I like Imagine Dragons, but it's like, it's <laughs> like not like I'm a little embarrassed of it. <laughs> I remember like, um, I think it was one of the first gu guitar heroes had a, Muse song that I really love to play on Guitar Hero. And it's just really epic music. It's really epic, yeah. It it makes you feel like... I, I remember, like, sometimes I would listen to it and I'd feel like I'm, like, entering some sort of, like, battlefield, like I'm, like, a gladiator or something um, it, because of just how epic it sounds. No, definitely. I think I think they need a little credit for that because they, they were doing some electronic stuff, too, in an interesting way, for sure. Yeah, totally. What about you guys? Ooh, good question. I feel like no one's ever asked us that. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever asked us. <laughs> um, my favorite bands were, one of them was called The Teenagers, just like this band from France. And then the other one was The Radio Depth. So, mm. yeah. They're from Sweden. They're, yeah, they're like, from... that's like my favorite band now because you showed me them and I was sleeping on them. But for me, I, I don't know. It's hard to pick one because I feel like I changed every week like what my favorite band was. But let me just say the one that came to mind first would be uh, Sigaros, like the Icelandic uh, band. Sigaros is amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I probably told this story before, but I got to play with them a few years back. And I was <laughs> like, that was like a really cool moment getting to meet them and play at a weird festival together. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Not to brag, but yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, it's interesting because I feel like they were pretty low key until um, they did the like soundtrack for like those Game of Thrones episodes. And then everyone mm. was like, Shiguro, Shiguro. And I'm like, yeah, they're so good. Like you all have been sleeping on them for years. Um, yeah, they've been around. I mean, they had a few moments of like um, of like stardom here and there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they've been pretty low key, um, just like legends for a long time. <laughs> And uh, Dream Angel, I'll have to check out those two uh, those two bands because I haven't heard them. Definitely yeah, you do. Definitely should. I feel like the teenagers might be kind of maybe like check that one out after you check out the other one because I don't want okay. that to be the main um, representation of me. Well, the teenagers <laughs> they're like kind of around the electro time or like what new rave. Time, yeah, but they're very like ironic. I'd yeah, they say. got some like kind of offensive lyrics, so. <laughs> But yeah. they're just like... No one judge me, please. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a, a joke band that's really good, I think. That's my take on it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, can, um, I ask, can I ask a Patreon-related question? I don't know if you've like seen in our Discord. Usually I ask people questions, the same questions. But have you ever seen a ghost? 
Ooh, have I ever seen a ghost? I don't think I have. I think my mom has actually. I think my mom. My mom told me the story about seeing a ghost in the old house uh, we grew up in, but I don't think I ever saw it. I think I was always on the lookout. Like I would. There was like a period of time where I would like, like wake up in the middle of the night just to see if like I would see the ghost. But no, I don't think I've seen one. Have but have you guys? No, I'm terrified. I haven't seen a ghost either, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I've known there was a ghost. Like we played at this haunted venue. We've played at so many haunted. Wait, actually, yeah, we've had venues. some ghost stories. I guess. I, I guess we've never seen a ghost, but a ghost did dump a bucket of water above the stage <laughs> sorry a garbage can <laughs> like a those like big plastic ones mm-hmm. this is like a really <laughs> long story but basically during uh the opener kodak to graph set in baton rouge louisiana uh we were basically <laughs> what happened was like water started pouring from the top of the stage onto all the equipment and we later learned that there was like I don't know, like a 50 gallon or I don't know how big a trash can is. It was like a 10 gallon thing of water that from like rain dripping had been dumped over. And we learned later that it, this building was used as a morgue for uh, after a huge flood had happened. And like the whole time it was like the spookiest place. Like I was like eating in this room, which I guess was the place that was the more like this green room, which is actually kind of morbid. And I was like, I'm so uncomfortable in here. Like, I don't even understand why. No, we found that out. So, and I feel like that wow. was their explanation. They're like, "Sorry, like a ghost ruined all your stuff." But we wouldn't have just jumped to that conclusion, you know. And maybe but, you have a sixth sense yeah. after all this, huh? True. I don't know. It was Definitely. really spooky, though. What? What about a UFO or an alien? Have you ever seen a UFO or an alien? Ooh, no. I would love to, honestly. Like, I'm. I think I find the concept of seeing an alien the most terrifying thing in the world Me like too. the scariest Other than thing but i'm also endlessly fascinated uh which i guess is like why i like horror movies but um <laughs> i'm like i had i have these like phases where i'm like just knee deep in like conspiracy theories and ufo info and like recently the government confirmed ufos so that's cool yeah <laughs> that was an honorable mention high school band for me maybe it was more junior high but blink 182 uh tom DeLong is deep in that alien stuff and he's kind of being proven right lately yeah surprisingly <laughs> who would have um, thought <laughs> so what is one thing you've been into recently uh could be music or non-musical related hmm that's a good question Honestly, uh, I've just been like cooking a lot. Uh, so one thing I've been into recently is uh, black sesame. So uh, I think so. Black sesame, if you've never had it, it it kind of tastes like peanut butter, but like like kind of like less nutty and. Man, I'm doing a terrible job describing this. Black sesame <laughs> tastes kind of like tahini and also peanut butter, but somewhere in between. And it, it feels Ooh. like it feels like less subtle, but like in a really good way. And so I've recently been trying to figure out how can I incorporate black sesame into like everything I make. Um, nice. Like mostly like coffee and different types of like coffee lattes and stuff. Oh wow. But uh 
also like baking. Um, and it's just the best flavor ever. And I, I live with my brother and he is allergic to peanuts. So it's kind of an opportunity to make all these like peanut quote unquote peanut butter flavored things that are actually just oh, sesame, nice. black sesame based. Oh, that's um, cool. I, I feel like it's the next big trend. Like I feel like there was like this moment where matcha was really big and I think it's still like pretty popular, but I think black sesame is like the next thing coming from like nice. Asia to like gonna it's gonna be like the next fad in America. <laughs> where do that's, you get it from? That's good to hear. Um, I bought it, I bought like a bunch on Amazon, um, but like, I don't think there's an American supplier. Like, I think I bought it from like some Taiwanese, like shipping, like Taiwanese, like food grocery place, um, online, but yeah, on Amazon. <laughs> um, that's cool because I think like San Francisco is always ahead of the food curve for the U S I think. So I'm excited to hear that, <laughs> but also I think you get that on the black market. Because it's black sesame. True. <laughs> but um, is it just like black sesame seeds ground up like into tahini? Or I'm curious about this. I'm excited to find out. <laughs> I think that, yeah, you can just like buy black sesame seeds and like grind them up. But like, it's kind of a pain. I mean, I don't have a food process yeah. or anything. So I just bought a bunch of this powder and I can really just toss it into anything and I don't know, spice it up. Okay, cool. Oh, is it powder, like not a paste? Yeah, it's a powder. Um, oh, whoa. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so intrigued right yeah, now. I'm, I'm just like trying to imagine. We do have some black sesame seeds, so we will figure this so out. So we will be grinding we'll, them up later. <laughs> we'll let you know. That's cool. <laughs> um, what is one song that you think everyone should go and listen to? Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a big question. Um, I'm... Man, I feel like I should I should pick someone who's like not well known, um, because people who have made it and are being widely listened to don't need more help. Uh, <laughs> I think so. I have a friend who produces music, and he's actually like one of my like most important mentors. Uh, his his production project is called Demo Tapes, and he has this song called. Uh, Treading water. It's got a really cute album art with this like little rubber ducky on it. Um, but it's it's just a really fun like vibe track. I definitely recommend checking him out. That's cool. I appreciate what you said about, you know, picking someone who maybe less people are listening to because that's like kind of what we want to do with this podcast and yeah, that's awesome. Spreading the love. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I I think uh he he's one of like I feel like there's um, it's always helpful to have someone you can like nerd out about music with. Um, I know like, my girlfriend goes crazy because sometimes all I want to talk about is music, and she's like, she's not like a musician, um, and so she gets sick of it. <laughs> and some of my friends who aren't musicians are like, okay, like let's talk about something else. But having a few <laughs> friends who are just like down to talk about music and nothing else for hours is great. Like definitely. you all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're also on our Discord as well. We have some definite music nerds on there. I'd love yeah, to talk more about best. music. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, like I miss going to Guitar Center at these times because. Really? Yeah, because I try to talk about music with the employees there. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Sometimes they don't care, but you know. 
Are you sure it's not the other way around? Well, because you don't like talking about music gear and all that. You're right, I don't. An idea. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I'm learning new things about you every day. I told day. you. So, <laughs> enough about me. Um, <laughs> so, this week's song, Cosmos, is, as of now, a podcast exclusive, but it will be released in the future, and we will keep the Play Pals up to date on that. Um, but until then, everyone should go check out Arab Parents Music now. And uh, where can they do that? Uh, you can check it out on Apple Music or Spotify or SoundCloud. So wherever you like to listen to music, it should be there. And just so everyone knows, we've talked about it being a pun, but it's spelled A-I-R, apparent. Uh, unlike, you know, the, the H-E-I-R. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to plug while we're here? Um, no, I just wanted to, uh, thank you all for the opportunity. Um, I, I really appreciate what you're doing in terms of highlighting, um, kind of newer artists who necessarily haven't, haven't necessarily been discovered and, uh, really a big fan of the music you both make. So this is definitely an honor. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for being on our podcast. Bonus interview time. We actually were able to get Christina O'Connor or maybe Constance. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what her name is because she's, <laughs> but here she is. Hi, my name is Constance and I am singing on Cosmos. My favorite part of working on Cosmos, um, really all of it, I'd say, Air had sent me the track along with the concept um, of Cosmos for the title, which I really loved. And the track is super playful that like, when I sat down to write the top line on it, I just felt like, you know, the beginning of a relationship when you're just blissfully happy, happy and obsessed with this other person, but you maybe kind of lose track of all your real life responsibilities. Um, So yeah, it was a really fun one to write. What is something you've been into lately? Ooh, I know it's very quarantine cliche, but I have been doing a lot of baking. Um, I've been spending this quarantine with my sister at home in Canada. And it's, it's been nice, like, just being home, but we have made a lot of banana bread. What's a song you think everyone should go listen to right now? Claws by Charlie XCX. Um, yeah, the sound design is really amazing. I definitely say check it out. So thank you, Christina or Constance and Neil for talking to us. It was great having you on the podcast. Yeah, and this song is so catchy. It's been stuck in my head for days. And this morning I woke up singing it. So (laughs) you're also into baking. I'm very into baking. You guys may or may not know this about me already. Maybe you've watched some of my baking videos. I don't know. I've not yet made banana bread, but my mom has, and it was good. So good quarantine baking project. Yeah, baking is something I cannot do or... I think you could (laughs) if you tried. I just haven't done it, but... Well, anyway, so let's talk more about this week's song. Um, Should we go into Playlisted? Yeah, let's go into Playlisted. And I think this week is a special playlisted party edition because this song 
it's just chill. I want to like party by the pool. And I think we should choose two songs that we'd hop on that aux cable and play <laughs> in between this song or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yes. So do you want to go first? Yes. My first song is Paper Planes by M.I.A. And that sounds like this. I fly like paper, get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my name. If you come around here, I'll make them all day. I get one down in a second if you wait. Classic. And then we have Air Apparent song. And then my second song would be um, When We Were Young by Sneaky Sound System. And that sounds like this. And then my honorable mention is Feel Low by Minty. And you may remember that song from earlier episodes on our podcast. Yeah. And I just think those songs go well together. They have a similar vibe to yeah. me. <laughs> Maybe it's just personal, but I feel like it all relates. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I'll save it for the, the hashtag mood section, but it's like a pool party. I don't know why this. This, all these songs. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's warmer out. Yeah, it is getting warmer. It's spring. There's no snow here anymore. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah, I do. Sorry. So <laughs> my first choice is Little Secrets by Passion Pit. I just love that song. It's, it's a banger. And then I would put cosmos and then i would put oblivion by ground these are both to me classic indie bangers and i just feel like the vibe is right with all these songs i agree good choices and that was the playlists um should we move on to hashtag mood? Yeah, let's move on to hashtag mood. Hashtag mood. I feel like I already talked about mine just a little bit, so I'm going to go first. <laughs> you go ahead. If that is okay. That's okay. Um, if that's okay with the listeners out there. Okay, so they said yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they all did. I mean, it is getting warmer. It's feeling like summer's coming. And this song this week just makes me want to hang out by the pool in a recliner one of those plastic ones that sticks to your legs and <laughs> just just vibe in with some airpods in and i don't know i'm just i'm i'm looking for that chill summer vibe nice now everyone thinks you're like a pool guy i like to sit by the pool Actually, you do love pools. But I don't, like, go in them that often. But so. when you do, you love them. I love swimming. Do you? Yeah, I do. I was on swim team, and I'm a Pisces. I think that makes sense. Okay, so we're both pool people. What is your mood? <laughs> <laughs> my mood? And this may just be about, like, my current mood, but, like, I just imagine it being a perfect song for a walk. Mm. Like, you know, like, walking out in nature. True. Which I guess is kind of a similar summer activity. And honestly, maybe that's just something I feel like doing right now. But it is like a summery song. It is a summery song. To me, like, it's not one you want to curl up by the fire to. That's true. It's really not. It's like when you want to get out and, like, do just, stuff. Yeah, and, like, just be. It's playful. It's fun. 
Well, this has been our mood. <laughs> <laughs> our hashtag mood. We were we are wearing mood rings. What color is yours? Um, rainbow. I think that mood rings are always one color. They're always green blue. Your Maybe mood, that's just me. Your mood ring has diamonds on it. Well, yes. Mine's just silver. Oh, that's my wedding ring. Yes. Guys, we're married. If you didn't know that, we're married. If this is your first episode, hello, welcome. I'm Dream Angel. I wear a mask and we're married. Yes. Awesome. New intro. So now we're going to answer a question from our Patreon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know how to talk. Well, you'll learn. We officially now call our patrons Patreons. Yes. <laughs> but they're actually imaginary friends. So let's answer a question. So this one is from Kayla, and she asked us, what is one habit or interest that has stuck with either of you through adulthood? So, like, something from childhood that we still do? I think so. Okay, well, yeah, in that case. Well, do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> one of my habits, I guess you could say, this is a habit that has stuck with me since... This was, like, something I've done ever since I was a little child. But I like to make corners I guess you call them like ever since I was like very little I've always made corners of like this is like my corner like I put my stuff here I don't know if you've noticed that I do this but like I have like areas where I just like like this is where like my things go and like I like them to be here and I like them to go a certain way do you put fun facts in one I do that nice. exactly that's like my fun fact corner nice I like corners like I like places that are like just a little bit of my space within a big space my first one guys have my first one well, we, we can't move into a circular house then. That's true. Guess we'll no like, corners cross there. that off our list of things we were planning on doing. But my first corner was when I was very little, like two or three. In my first house, I had like this corner by the TV and there was like um, all of my toys were in there. And there was like a, um, I think it was like a place to put a lamp and that was kind of like the basis of the corner and the other part of the corner was like the side of the couch that was my corner nice yeah <laughs> do you have just your toys sitting there like no i had them arranged like, artfully nice <laughs> you know. that's awesome i had a few corners in really? my life can you explain one i had a little corner of my room that had like linoleum and i would drive my little cars there <laughs> that's cute and wear a bucket on my head You've Naturally. probably seen photos of I that. have. I feel like you always, growing up, like, I don't know if the mask is just a continuation of it or you just really like putting things like buckets on your head or... Yeah, I don't know if we've ever baskets. talked about this on the podcast, but I used to wear things on my head. I still do. We'll talk <laughs> about that more later. But yeah. mine this week for this question, not this week, is... Well, is it a, ho a hobby or I think it can habit be. or interest? Yes. Well, for me, I will use any opportunity I can to talk about this one, but it's Animal Crossing. I was like, it's Animal Crossing. <laughs> but more so the GameCube, which the very first Animal Crossing that I played was on the GameCube. And that's something we've been playing a lot now is Animal Crossing. <laughs> Just not on the GameCube. Right. That's on the Switch now. But I have been playing some old GameCube games, which is always super fun because I guess that's something that reminds me a lot of childhood but those games are the best so yeah which games 
Mario Sunshine, Zelda Wind Waker, um, Super Monkey Ball 2, and Animal Crossing. Well, I haven't played it as much because the new one is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, but anyway, that's just something, I guess video games in general is something that I liked as a kid. Still like. True. But that was a great question. Thank you so much, Moon Mama, a.k.a. Kayla. <laughs> One of our VIP patrons, thank you so much. But guess what? Speaking of Patreon, we have one. True. As you may have gathered from this whole thing. But <laughs> if you want to join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash slowmagic. We are putting out unreleased music. We're talking on Discord. We are doing these questions if you want to be a part of that. And as well, you can send a song to get feedback. And who knows? Maybe if it's good enough, you'll be on the podcast. True. But even if you're not a patron, send us your songs anyway. Yes, please do. And we want to take a moment to shout out our VIPs, starting with Vavin. Joey Weinberg. Joe Alexander. Dylan Barningham. Wave. Aerodynamatic. Neil. Anderson Pierce. Lex Gabardine. Matthew Callis. Manny Batista. And Kayla Smith. Thank you guys so much, and thanks to all of our imaginary friends. We're building this small army over there, and it's been really fun. Yeah, it has. It's just been fun to hang out and talk with all of them. It's an army of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you to everybody for listening, and... If you have made it this far, I feel like it means that you like this episode and that you maybe would want to rate it and um, subscribe. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please give us a review on iTunes or wherever else that you can give reviews. And if you have anybody who maybe wants to submit a song or if you know of anybody who would maybe like listening to our podcast, please tell them. Spread the word. Anyone who's fans of music or podcasts or just talking they yeah. would love this podcast or facts maybe they like facts maybe they like bro magic maybe they like bro magic oh we forgot we have a new segment this week called bro magic's um talking section all right hit me with it oh hey bro magic are you are you here he's calling in from a different location yo what's up oh hey bro magic what's up i'm bro magic What's wrong with you? I'm not feeling too good. Why not? Uh, do you have any questions for Bro Magic? Is this a personal thing? Like, should I leave the room? No, ask Bro Magic a question. Um, Bro Magic, what is? Have you ever seen a ghost? No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's been Bro Magic's section. My computer is making like a loud fan sound. Maybe that's the ghost. Maybe this podcast is just so fire that my computer's heating up and lighting on fire but you know what this has been playdate and i've been slow magic and i've been dreaming until next time bye have a nice day